0: Hi and welcome to Oxano Bites. Before we begin, a small insight into Oxano. We are a venture capital firm focused on investing in growth stage businesses. With a sector agnostic investment approach, we have a deep skin in the game and strive to drive growth in our portfolio companies while increasing our investors' wealth. We aim to enable and empower an entrepreneur's vision into reality.
1: Today we have with us Samir Mikam, an alumnus of HBTI, and also I am Besides this, he is also a keen golfer. He founded StratBeans Consulting, which is one of the unsung heroes of the startup ecosystem. A completely bootstrapped, profitable entity whose top line has grown more than four times in five years with an enviable, profitable track record. StratBeans is a leading player in the LMS ecosystem and also the leading reseller of a tool which is used in the LMS. Welcome, Sameer. You know We are very glad to have you, you know, in Oxonobytes.
0: Thank you, Vijesh. Thanks for having me here. Thank you for the nice introduction and a welcome message.
1: You know, great. You know, Samir, you know, as a VC, you know, we look at opportunities which come in play, but you're an entrepreneur and you have not changed venture capital funds in building beans over the last few years. So why don't you share how did you go about doing that?
0: Okay. So your question is more like um, why I didn't share the venture capital. So, so it never occurred to me when I started the business and the idea of, uh, building the business was, uh, um, more to have a, like, a like, like, like a, do some kind of
1: uh,
0: setup where I am able to do most of the decision making and make it profitable, make it useful to customers. So in all that agenda, I don't remember in the initial days that um, i was making any pitch for the investors i was mostly making pitch for customers so the idea of building business was very different i see venture funding as a very important component but um, i see it in the same bucket where i would find uh, a debt funding so it, it's a it's a support system for a business but you know um, it's not It's not one of the definite ways in which uh, one can start a business. And I can tell you that there are so many businesses in India which are um, probably less talked about, uh, but they are larger in number who haven't taken <laughs> venture capital, but actually uh, seen uh, at business as a way of living or a lifestyle or a type of profession. So, the importance of venture is definitely there where uh, the business needs it. But otherwise, I also think it can many times hamper the success of a business. Um, so, so, whom are you going to chase the customer or the venture capitalist? That's a decision that people have to make. Uh, and and there, there are good reasons on both the sides. And um, from the point that I started it, I, I think I had this love for technology and exhilaration for selling something useful. And uh, I, I was enjoying doing that even in the work environment where I was working with TCS and then later with Genpack. But I wanted to learn more. And like I said, you know, I wanted to be a bigger part of the decision making. And that made me not only go for higher education, do MBA and understand business, but then after that, um, it was a natural outcome of that to start a business and actually, uh, what I learned in business school, put it on the ground. So that's my take on why I didn't take venture funding.
1: You're very out of the box and very contrarian the view or approach. You know, for the benefit of all of us, let me also share one more secret sauce or one more one more fact which if you know. Uh, he did his MBA, a two-year course, uh, as he was being a two-time dad. So, if I can use a word, you know, he was on the right of thirties when he you know, got into a two-year MBA, and uh, you know, that's an inspiration to you know quite a few folks. You know, at the time when you did. So, how did you go about doing that?
0: So, I when you're about thirty, and uh, if you, if you look at most of us uh, chances are that you're doing some some work you have got a couple of uh, like you know maybe 7 8 years under you as experience pretty safe position to be in and um, uh, but it's also one of the places where you could get stuck and it could become something which you uh, like you know you stop learning at that point um and and i think you know at that stage whenever i talk to you know, youngsters today even, I mean, people who are crossing 30, I always give them this advice that um, that could be another planning stage for your life. I, I try to look at life in parts. So so I I, I don't believe that one can be the same person, you know, all through the years. So I start saying, hey, now you have to start planning something different. The best thing is to totally change what you are doing because, you know, um that's when you you can really enjoy uh, i mean people say they will learn a lot but i'll say that you can really enjoy life then otherwise people really start having what is called um middle age crisis uh, because that that that's born out of the security that you get you know and uh, also the sense that uh, you start comparing yourself that have i achieved enough have i not so why don't you burn all your balance sheets <laughs> and go to a business school and start as a student. Okay, saying that is easy, but you know, then uh, chances are that you're deep into a lot of responsibilities also. Um, Very likely you're in a relationship or you are already married, you, as you rightly said, you know, uh, I had a kid also at that point. So it's a little stressful on those things, but you you, uh, tackle those things. uh, And most of the times, you know, if you, uh, lay it down clearly in front of all the people. Actually, um your your you, whoever whoever you are with, your parents, your your spouse, they, they support you. And it's important to take their support. And you know, especially for the people who are going to start a business, it's, it's a skill they need to have. So it's probably the first <laughs> first thing you learn. <laughs> um how to how to make a business plan. And I think the business plan you make at that stage is uh, Mostly for um, getting all your ducks in a row and making sure that people agree to the misadventure that you are on, because it's a misadventure at that stage uh, when you leave a job which is pretty good and you start studying. And I connected to my uh, starting a business also, so those are definite big bumps in in the in the route of your train if you if you look at it this way. And uh, the train has a lot of coaches and they also feel the bumps. It's important to bring them along. So I think it's a difficult decision, but very, very rewarding one. If you don't do it, it's a bad idea. Do something which is different, change something when you're 30 and then change again at 40.
1: (laughs) So, you know, uh, in fact, you're actually unticking all the the boxes which have been ticked and, you know, Mm. you're saying... The the playbook, you know, you are saying this is the this is Subbu's playbook. Why don't you have a you know peek into it and you know have this playbook in play going forward? Very interesting, you know, very interesting, very inspiring if you put it that way. Uh, moving on, you know, so when you started Stat Beans and how were the early days and and when you embarked on this journey? So, how- I
0: I. I used to keep a diary at that time regularly write it there so i, I sometimes look at that and i realize that uh, what i remember of early days is very different from uh, what they actually were so first i'll tell you what i uh, normally feel about them so so they look very nostalgic and C.P.R. print. it looks like you know somebody's doing all the smart work and something is building up it looks like um a kind of a trend which can be seen but i think it was very much chaotic when i look at my diaries at that time Uh, so there was no clarity and the clarity um so so there were so many ideas i was working on and my my business was pretty much opportunistic so anything technology and if a customer is there then i think i'll switch my business to try and serve that um, very few people, a lot of friends I used to talk to, but very few people who were part of the business, very limited capital. So I think one of the priorities was always to, um, you know, do anything but save money. So even if I have to travel, I, I can just travel. I, I'll have to plan how to do five meetings in that, you know, otherwise, uh, how will I get the ROI and. But there was a lot more enthusiasm. There was a lot more energy. I can I can surely say that uh, it was a lot of fun also. But uh, there were there, there were serious pressures also. I'm very happy that we, we could manage that, and you know we are past that stage. It was a toughest stage, uh, not only for the business but also for the family for for parents. The I I think the biggest challenge in any. Uh, idea would be Bridges. you're a finance person. So I think uncertainty is, is, is more seen as a risk in finances. And it, I mean, the volatility is related to risk. So, so it was not predictable in the early days. I didn't know what would be my uh, next quarter's revenue, which I know now to a fair degree. So I think that has changed a lot and and that has sort of changed our thinking a lot. So we, we are now able to plan longer terms we can plan for two years now uh, very seriously Uh, that early days we used to only plan for uh, maybe two three months maybe maybe just one month so a lot has changed but i think those were those were the days which put all the foundation in place i could collect a very good team and I think the support of those people along the way has been great. So I will like to recognize Prasoon and Pradeep, who are my co-founders and very good friends. So I think the fun fun of doing business was still the same at that time. Uh, we get little lesser time now to hang out together, but I think we are doing our parts in the business. <laughs>
1: so yeah, those are the early days. So you're saying you ta- you're still tap dancing to work, right?
0: I am not sure what you mean by that, but yeah, I when it comes to dancing, I may have to left feet. And uh, by the way, I'm 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 planning to learn dancing this year. Uh, you know, just on a lighter note.
1: You know, great. And, uh, so, uh, taking it forward. So once you were clear on the business and moving forward. So how has the business plan evolved, and how has the business pivoted?
0: Okay, so so okay we didn't start with a business plan per se um the business plan was more like a sales plan i had a couple of things i think so so i started my business in january of 2008 the first thing i tried to do was to figure out what to write on our website that what do we do so it was little little of a like a broader picture, something around what we do, what we can do around IT or what we can do around consulting, those kind of things. But by and by um, the way the traction in the customers happened, that sort of started giving a shape to the business. And at, at some point there was a business plan. I think it was after three years of starting the business. And um, now, that business plan actually changed quite a lot when some smarter people joined in the organization. I think the major changes which happened were our focus shifted from services to products. And to create, um, though we haven't taken venture funding, but I think the idea of uh, valuation or profitability that started uh, becoming more prominent later on. The the the, the numbers became important. Uh, it, it was not about just the revenue, but um, how how much uh, EBITDA we have? Those kind of things started making sense. So to that, actually, a very clear pivot happened at uh, I, I would place it around year two thousand fifteen, if you would, where we were sort of totally around um, learning management and you know workforce um, training and you know performance support, those kind of things. So at that point, I'll say we knew what we don't want to do so and i think you know then that was very clear uh, then these are the four things we want to do so that was a pivot time for me in 2015 now with that our um, workforce also changed the kind of sales team we had totally you know overnight became a different one and then we had a very type different type of needs for people we started having more of uh, business analysts etc so the business plan didn't stay the chain uh, the same, sorry. Um, and right now, as I said, you know uh, we started drafting a new strategy for ourselves, more like a refined version of what we should do in the next three years that uh, started in October this in last year, and we're going to finalize it um, in May sometime, which will have more component of international business into our business plan actually. so yeah. Thanks for asking this question. It sort of puts everything in a line right now.
1: No, so so one more. You know, I don't have a business plan. We had a business plan after three years. You had a sales plan. So you are actually you know unticking a lot of the you know check boxes. So one more in the you know the Bean's way of you know I moving, must moving forward. I must,
0: if you allow me, I must correct you just a little bit. Um, I had a business plan. Around age 30, I told you that was the business plan for the spouse and the parents and everyone. Uh, it was not a business plan for investors. So it was to garner their support that they should keep funding me or allow me to use their credit cards. So I had a business plan, Vajesh.
1: <laughs> Very refreshing, you know. <laughs> uh, and in this, in, in the current ecosystem where uh, one looks at external source, you looked internal and uh, sought. The, you know made a business plan for life and integrated the life plan you know to the to the enterprise plan. So very very interesting a lot of takeaways you know in, in this chat with you. So again you know continue to that what made you stick to the businesses and what was your first major success which you cherish and which gave you encouragement to continue?
0: So, what made me stick? Hmm, that's a good one. Well, okay. See, once I started the business, it was pretty clear that I wanted to stick around. There was no feeling that I would like to go back, do anything differently. Uh, this looks like uh, what I was... Uh, it looks like uh, more natural of me to picture myself as a businessman. Um, though I... If you really ask me, I, I wanted to be an Air Force pilot if you go back long back. So, okay, so, so life is like that. Today, I'm very satisfied with the way I am. I, I want to be a businessman. I, I want to continue doing that. And uh, when you say first major success, you know, um, there, there were a lot of successes which I would have counted as major for me. But I think I, I still... Uh, recognize that one, which we celebrated together as a company. So um, that was more like, you know, um, some kind of a marker for us, like hitting our first million US dollar mark uh, in revenue. And uh, then we, um, so so there was a conference uh, internationally somewhere. And uh, we took a couple of our key people And all the co-founders, we went to a beach. We sort of uh, had some party. And it it was a very um, emotional moment for everyone uh, because uh, that was a time when we sort of thought that this is a big target we have achieved. This looked like a very stable point in our life. And the biggest feeling was that all of us were together doing silly things in a foreign country at a beachside um the trigger to that was a collection of uh, account renewals business gains that year and uh, but but i must say that you know the, the first time when i sold my first deal i made that was a big time for me i mean uh, that happened after eight months of starting the business actually so so there, there are a lot of things i s- celebrated that way but i've forgotten them but when you say um you know the first major success this should be my first major success because i still remember it and it's not only me if you ask person or pradeep also they'll probably <laughs> remember that moment um yeah so so that was it i still cherish it um and you know uh again to your question that why i sticked around i there are a lot of things in this lifestyle which are pretty interesting one is of course. Um, you're meeting a lot of people. So I, I like meeting a lot of people and and uh, travel is what I like to, And so I, I get to do that a lot. Plus there's a lot of uh, possibility in the future also in this lifestyle. I, I think uh, decision-making and having your own control on time, that comes after a stage when you have a financial freedom. And I think after achieving financial freedom, uh, sometimes it becomes boring. You know, if you're not doing your own business because uh, the money is coming to you but you're not controlling it. Uh, So right now, when I do business, I can actually choose how the money comes to me. So I I can shape it. And uh, you don't want to retire, really. I mean, uh, typically, it's it's a lot more fun to be uh, still playing the game. Uh, Hopefully, also watching others play it. So I I right now enjoy a lot when uh, we find someone Uh, From the leadership team who can come forward and do something good. They they share their stories. We we celebrate their success more often than um, anything that we do as founders now. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's been pretty interesting so far. The first major success to what we are doing today.
1: So, that's so the first success came between the eighth and the ninth month, the little one, and it's slightly. Bigger one came, you know, after some time. A million mark is not a bad is is it not a, is not a bad, you know. I think it's a good one to actually have memories about, right? So one more thing, you know, uh, which you can also talk about it. How you pivoted the business over a period of time?
0: So how we have pivoted it? Okay, so okay, so. The easiest thing to do in a business like um, uh, like a bootstrap business is to start something which is service. The second thing you can do is try to do the service as a scale and the idea of a scale and a service is that you should have many people. Now that doesn't change your profitability a lot, but what it does is that uh, suddenly because the people are um, people are you know uh, having their own energy. so therefore you can do lot many more things maybe with the same small profit. So we did that same way also. So we sort of increased our team size, we started doing a lot more services. Uh, One thing was very clear, we were only going after large corporates. So I think there was a little bit of learning we were getting from the discipline of these corporates themselves and uh, then we try to uh, see uh, like you know try to seek an independent on idea on you know uh, mm-hmm. what what should we do so that it changes dramatically and that at that stage our cto he made a suggestion he said that you know what we should stop services and uh, start doing products only i think he had this fancy idea it was fancy for that time we gave it a chance we went back to our existing customers. To your point, how did we pay for it? So we went them back to them and we asked them that, you know what, we are doing these services for you. How about the related product if we also do it for you? Which in our case was a learning management platform or, or um, a testing platform, those kind of things. We wanted to do for them. Some of them said, okay, yes, do it. We were also sure that, that yes may mean... Uh, a revenue-paying customer, not just an idea. So, so so, we took that advice, we created a product. So, um, luckily, that product was successful. We were able to sell many copies of that. Now, when that happened, we perfected that product. We went back to drawing boards, and we actually spent one and a half years without trying to sell more of it. We just tried to perfect it. So within no time, um, we were slightly ahead of the market. Uh, and uh, around 2015, we were pretty good in uh, mobile devices space of the LMS distribution. So when we saw that happening, then um, then we sort of started converging around it. We set up a specific team just to sell that. And that helped. Uh, and our customers, they made refer- referrals to other uh, corporate partners. And that way, we were able to uh, draw traction yeah, here. The second thing which happened for us was that we had a tie-up with uh, a very respectable uh, international organization whom we uh, actually tied up uh, in 2013. and uh, right now they are one of the like you know one of the top two in the learning content creation space. So uh, we became their go-to market channel in India. We were able to sort of make them market leader in India at least. And they became global market leader also uh, because they were that good. So I think that helped us uh, get uh, like a stronger pipeline into the learning space only and more uh, opportunity to cross sell also uh, to to sell for our partner, to sell our own products. And that then uh, became our final strategy. Right now we are working on just the same. Now we are taking our products uh, to international market, just refining them for uh, proper service in those locations, uh, local taste for those geographies, etc. And uh, that's probably going to be the plan for next three years, but who knows, it may change after two years. COVID has been a big enabler. Uh, we supported a lot of organizations during that time. And during that time, our revenue also jumped up dramatically. In the first year of COVID, uh, when we closed our book, 67% increase in the revenue we got that year. And that sort of gave us confidence that we are being useful in the society. We gave uh, you know solutions for organizations to train people who are actually sitting out of their home. So I think the strength of investment in mobile devices was very useful at that point. So yeah, so we intend to continue doing that now.
1: So you actually preempted the like the question, what you know, how you're seeing StatBeans beans growing and what plans for expansion. Oh, so, okay. Uh, so 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 uh, you you got the flow of it. So this is fab. You know, so if you know, for, you know, for enterprises and to the outside world who does not know, you know what StatBeans beans is or what StatBeans beans can do, if you can say it in say two sentences, that can be great.
0: Mm-hmm. What's, what's the stat means in two sentences? Yeah. This
1: is, okay. this
0: is, this is an elevator pitch. Oh, elevator pitch. Oh, okay. Now, pitch to whom? <laughs> oh, other businesses? Okay. So I, I really believe uh, that, you know, this is something that we try to do as a business. We believe in the power of manifestation. We try to see a dream and try to make it come true. Along the way, we try to be predictable. I think this is one of the core thing we also hire people on. We try to see the traits which make a person predictable. Also, for the top management team, I think one thing we really want to make sure we do, and hopefully our teams learn from us, is to be hands-on. Now, uh, solving a problem for a business, the kind of B2B business we are in, re- requires us to understand our products uh, a lot uh, more than the customers. Also, research the market a lot more. So, I would suggest to people, that you know they should invest a lot of time in learning not only just their solution but also the ecosystem the entire ecosystem there's nothing better than doing that and that is definitely a survival strategy as well because you know things may change but if you are the go to person for a certain market then you'll definitely have a lot of uh, like business coming your way by referral itself the elevator pitch if you sort of extend it to the customer we sell the best learning management system on this planet village trust me and we mean it because uh, it's not just that uh, uh, we see it as a set of services we try to connect it to how people learn and how people behave and this is something which is also um, where if you would um, a lot of psychological analysis is going in And it's not very easy to train people. It's very easy to call what is there as a artificial intelligence. But what about the natural intelligence? How can you make it sharper? Now, it's all about taste. It's all about mood. It's all about technology also. So we try to to play the part in the technology. But we try to also understand how the human mind really works. So we are creating some uh, extraordinary products. I'll just name one for you where we are working with an organization which helps uh, people with handicaps. So, we have a solution through which you could um, train people and you know, help them make their life better, even if they were um, visually handicapped or if they couldn't even um, hear uh, properly. So, so th- through gestures, um, you know, even if you can't hear, there's a lot of advanced technology that we use to communicate to people with that kind of situation also so those are the those are the things we'll continue doing and the piece of advice is to sort of understand your market and extend it
1: so on the piece of advice on the piece of advice which you have received in your career which changed your perspective or has given direction which you never thought of
0: okay Okay, so I think the piece of advice, uh, I actually, it was not a piece of advice, it was more like a support that I got at a point of weakness, or let's say a low moment was that. um, uh, My dad told me that, that uh, some of your, some of the God's best gifts are unanswered prayers. So don't... (laughs) Don't try to get everything that you are praying. Uh, Let it manifest, you know, so stick to the situation, be in the moment. I think this is what is really helping me even decision to decision, even project to project. And uh, I think that is also, you know, if you look at it deeply and what it means is that um, life is beautiful just like that. Uh, Don't take yourself too seriously, isn't it? So, so that's the advice I'll I like to quote at this point.
1: Interesting. Okay. Any any closing remark or you want to you know share talk mention?
0: Okay. So definitely. So I think uh, stay um, stay here. Uh, keep doing the good work, vijesh And um, thanks for inviting me, especially representing that part of the business which is. Uh, probably not uh, venture funded and therefore not um, talked about much in the news, but I would say that this can be a sure shot way. If you follow this kind of business, the way uh, we are doing business in Bootstrap, the way we are doing it right now, um, you are certainly sure that no business can fail this way. If you start doing a Bootstrap kind of a business and you focus on selling, and this is this is definitely my advice for people to consider, even younger folks who are trying to start new businesses, rather than chasing and trying to um, like, you know, satisfy um, a third party venture capitalist. There is a, a higher and immediate success possible for you. If you can understand how the people around you, they need a product and create something for them. So talk to customer more often than the banks or the investors. That's my advice, but uh, I, I don't mean no disrespect to uh, the the investing community where you're from. But my idea is that people can find it as a very fulfilling profession. if It's sort of uh, uh, did it just a good old Indian business style. Dhanda um, is So, so that's my closing remark.
1: You know, great, Samir. You know, thanks for being there, and to all out there, Stratbeans Consulting is, is, is a bootstrap growing enterprise company in the learning management system space, you know, and a lot more happening on the product side where, you know, it, it resonates with our thesis of having a subscription or a secular income. So all those who want to get, you know, invest or want to say, make you know, Samir and his team bite the, you know, bullet. You know, you know more about StatBains now. So, once again, Samir, thanks for, you know, sharing very openly and very, you know, and I'll say creating a new playbook of how to go about in the entrepreneurship, you know, journey. Very exciting. And thanks for sharing all of that with us. Thank you. Bye, bye, Vavidesh.
0: for tuning in. For more Oxano Bytes episodes, you can head to www.oxano.in slash blogs. You
1: can also follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more updates and insights.